Welcome back to the Health Trade Method podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how you can measure your progress and how we could take it away from the scales. We're looking to see how this could affect your long-term health and well-being too. We're joined by head coach Stacy, transformation coach Chris, and our doctor of cardiovascular medicine, Dr. Josie Patel. Here's a quick snippet of what to expect in our podcast today, and then we'll get into the main body. Wherever we are today, so physically, health-wise, mentally, the numbers on the scales, the clothes that we wear, the size of the clothes that we wear, like these things didn't just happen overnight. There's been so many inputs to get us to where we are today. So whether it's childhood experiences, whether it's our likes and dislikes, whether it's our upbringings and environment, there's so many factors that play into where we are today. So today we're talking about how we can monitor progress and how we can measure progress off the scales. And it's one of the things that come up time and time again with our clients and with people in general, getting fixated on numbers on the scales. And it can be quite limiting and it can be quite damaging when it comes to health and well-being. So we're joined by the incredible team today and we're going to discuss this subject in more detail. So the way that we're going to structure today's call is we're going to break down performance into five key areas. So these five key areas are your health, your appearance, performance, your mindset, and your education. So just before we go into that, I think it's really, really important to recognize that wherever we are today, so physically, health-wise, mentally, the numbers on the scales, the clothes that we wear, the size of the clothes that we wear, these things didn't just happen overnight. There's been so many inputs to get us to where we are today. So whether it's childhood experiences, whether it's our likes and dislikes, whether it's our upbringings and environment, there's so many factors that play into where we are today. So just recognize that whatever you're working on right now, it's it's progress within itself. Just to say that you want to work on yourself, that is progress. So let's talk about this in terms of actually, how does this play into your mindset towards weight loss or your mindset towards fat loss or your mindset towards improving your body composition. And I think it'd be really good to actually look at how we can look at health as a a marker of progress. So Stacey, I'm gonna hand over to you here. Yeah, so I mean, health improvements are a huge factor for a lot of the people that we we work with, you know, and there's so many different ways that you can monitor your health and monitor how that's improving throughout the process. So you've got objective measures, like what your resting heart rate is, what your blood pressure's like, um, maybe you have cholesterol issues, you can measure, you know, we can monitor that, blood glucose, blood triglycerides, you know, there's so many different areas like that, but then there's also subjective things, you know, what are your energy levels like throughout the day? What's your sleep quality like? What's your digestion like? Um, you know, there's, there's so many different factors of health that are going to be impacted by a journey like this and monitoring those can, can give you such a sense of achievement, I think, throughout the process. Absolutely. I think the beauty of the way that we we operate, especially with the information gathering phase, is we get to see those health metrics first and foremost for most of our clients. So we actually use the data that our our Fitbits and smartwatches provide us. And I mean, everybody walks around with a smartwatch these days, but who actually understands the numbers that are being fed back to us? And we were talking to one of our clients yesterday and their resting heart rate at the start of the journey was 75 all the way up to 85. And after only 10 weeks, it's come down to 55, which is immense, really, when you think about the the quality of life that that brings later down the line. So thank you so much for sharing that. And you know what? I think one of the biggest areas that we we do see progress in, but maybe we don't acknowledge enough, 
is appearance. So Jyoti, could you just give us a bit of an insight in terms of the things that we should be looking out for appearance-wise that we wouldn't see on the scales? Yeah, so probably one of the most important areas when you're undergoing sort of transformation journeys to take the pictures hmm. um, and then you can actually really see what your pictures change like because you might not see it on a daily basis because you see yourself every day so actually taking photos and looking at your measurements rather than the scale it's entirely natural to kind of look at the scale numbers because that's what we've been almost brought up with but there are other markers of progress like photos and measurements and then also how how other people are like noticing your appearance. If people are noticing changes in your body shape, that's also a good way to um, notice changes in progress. Um, and then also, you might find that when you are eating better and nourishing yourself, you'll see changes in your skin, your hair. Um, you know, a lot of people say their skin's looking a lot better, there's less inflammation in their skin. So, those are the markers of sort of appearance changes. Absolutely. How how motivating is it when like a family member might say, actually, you look different or you, you seem different? Um, and even from a clothing perspective, how many times do we get messages to say, oh, I've had to go back to you know clothes that I haven't worn for years? Uh, the amount of times that people are trying to send me receipts for their new clothes that they're buying because they've had to com completely change their wardrobe. I think that's really, really powerful. And the other side of the, the kind of journey there is, in fact, one thing that I'm going to just highlight here is nails. Like when you're nourishing yourself, when you're actually eating well, how quickly do your nails grow? How quickly does your, your hair grow? And it's something that needs to you need to recognize as a sign of progress. But also, if you're starting to see that slow down, then maybe it's something we need to look at from a nutritional perspective or recovery perspective or even a stress perspective. Um, but yeah, taking it away from the appearance now, and let's look at how the day-to-day -day would actually go. So from a performance perspective, how does that change? How does that evolve over time when you start to look out, look, look after yourself? So Chris, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I think in relation to performance, we need to think about, you've also got the physical side and you've got the mental side. So from a physical perspective, we're obviously gonna have that gym performance increasing. So numbers are going up, ability to, to complete sessions with less um, challenge is gonna be there. And then sort of day-to-day -day big things to pick up on, you know, how easily are you getting through your days? steps easier spending time you know with your kids playing outside things like that become a lot easier which is the big win and then you're also going to hopefully notice a lot on the cognitive side of things so you know from a work point of view and um, doing your job becomes a lot easier you become more productive you find that you're able to sort of give more there and just sort of clarity and you know removing things like brain fog so just from a daily perspective you just feel like you've got a much clearer sort of vision of life uh, and just less things to worry about really uh, I love that and I think that really plays into to the mindset side of things but what you said there, I mean how many times have people said I actually feel like I want to go outside and kick the ball around with the kids or run around and race after them. Like, I think that's one of the, the most emotive experiences. So I remember back to one of our clients, Apinda, and he'd spent what 10-15 years completely avoiding things like swimming pools because he just didn't like the way he looked or the way he felt and he didn't think he could actually swim. And then after a journey of only six months, he was in the pool with his kids again, swimming, enjoying these different types of experiences and just how fulfilling and rewarding that can actually be. And again, you don't see those numbers on the scales, but you feel that within yourself. And that really does play into the mindset when it comes to this journey too, because you've talked about you know brain fog clearing and 
feeling more clear within yourself and having that clarity, being able to really compartmentalize your thoughts, not feeling overwhelmed, not thinking about a hundred things that you have to do on your to-do list, and really prioritizing yourself before all the low priority actions through the course of the day. And the changes that can bring to your mood and even the way you communicate with your kids, with your family, with your loved ones, and with people at work, it can be completely and utterly life-changing. But again, you don't see those things on the scale and there's no real way to, to measure that with a number, but you do feel that within yourself. So it, it's almost coming back to being more mindful and more self-aware and understanding how these things progress over time. And I think part of that as well comes with getting more confident with new skills. And I think that kind of, that ties into education. Um, Stacey, I'd love to hear your thoughts about how we can use education as a, a marker of progress as well. Yeah, I think it's something that people don't really consider when they come into a journey like this. But at the end of the day, when you're looking at long-term progress, there are certain like levels of understanding around your nutrition and your lifestyle that you need to have in order to be able to maintain progress long-term. And gaining that knowledge and gaining that understanding is a massive progress point. You know, like we have people come into the journey and they know nothing about where to get protein from. They know nothing about how much they should be eating. They're very unaware around their food, unaware around their movement, um, how to move their body, how much to move, that sort of thing. And then they'll get halfway through the process and it's, you know, a complete 180. They're on point with their protein. They're being able to track if they're tracking, they're confident with it, they're more, it takes less time for them, it takes less effort for them. You know, they're able to incorporate different foods and still like make progress and that sort of thing. And, and thing, seeing progress like that in terms of reaching a, a level of subconscious comf- competence with it is huge. Do you, I think what we see as well as from the coaching side is people's questions completely change from like week one to, to week six even. It's a completely different ballpark of questions. And we also see people start to educate and influence their family and friends with positive decisions around food and taking away all these these weird things that we hear about nutrition and what you need to do to you know improve your health and, and change your, your body composition over time. It's incredible to see that because that that is what we're here for at the end of the day. The whole ethos of what we do is we want to help transform one individual at a time but through doing so, it allows us to leave our legacy because that one individual will be able to share everything they understand to the people they love, the people they care about, and the people in their community. And I think what we've talked about today is really, really significant, especially when we're leaning into you know, the Eastern Disorder Awareness Week, is it's so easy to become fixated on numbers and data and information that we don't have a lot of control over and completely ignore all the incredible things that we're doing. I want people to realize that a journey with health and fitness and well-being isn't just a short-term win. It's not just a short-term approach. It's something that we want to become part of who you are to help be part of your identity, that you're not on the wagon and off the wagon. It's just a journey that you're undertaking. So there's no quick wins. There's no short-term approaches. There's no old lockdowns ending in seven weeks. So we need to suddenly rush to get fit and healthy. It's part of who you are forever. But thank you guys for everybody that's listened in today. And thank you to the team for sharing their wisdom, their experience and their their education too. If anybody does have any thoughts or questions in the back of this, please feel free to comment below or reach out to us directly. But anyway, take care and we'll speak soon. If you enjoyed this episode today, all I need from you is to subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, rate the podcast and review it. If you share this podcast to a friend or family member, you will be helping us in our mission to educate and inspire our community to positive change.
Thank you again for tuning in. I'm incredibly grateful. And until next time, have a powerful week.